Non-stop talk radio, streaming 24 hours a day. TalkZone.com TalkZone.com You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. I love today's topic. I was uh, exposed to a different version of this kind of information about 25 years ago and it really served me in my life in allowing me to see who I was more clearly and how limiting I was in myself. It's almost like I demanded everybody around me to conform to me. Little myopic, wouldn't you say? Well, little angel. <laughs> yeah. I guess a lot of us do that. A lot of us do that. And um, back back when I was exposed to it, it was called personality profiles. And, you know, they had a versatility rating. And I was like 25%. Yeah, like I had... <laughs> Not very versatile. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Amiable though you were. But, but, you know, what it did is it opened my eyes. I went, oh, my God, look at this. And so I headed into working on, you know, raising my versatility. Yeah, I, I just tore up my test. And, <laughs> and I retested a year later, and my versatility in that year had raised to 75%. Because you worked on it. I worked on it. A lot? Yes. Been, I've been a Isn't worker. Nice? Yes, I've been a worker well, you know, for a long Charmaine time. Well, you know, and I looked at this. These are the four major con- uh, quadrants here, and, and Charmaine and I went through it, and we're sort of uh, pretty, pretty strong in all no. of them. Yes. So when I saw this book, I was very, very excited to bring this to our friends in the audience because this is such a great tool. For marriages and for For kids. For everything. You buy this book. You read it. It's an easy read. You you take the easy quiz. You figure out, you know, your strengths, your weaknesses. This isn't all Pollyanna. Everybody's nice and peachy. This is where are you strong, where are you weak. Like Keith was asking when we were setting the show up, you know, does this mean like, um, you know, if somebody's messy, they have a license to be messy? No, it means if somebody's messy, they realize that they have that as a weakness and they work on it. It's going to be a little harder than their That's strengths. That's right. So it's not like it's okay to be messy because I'm that way. It's like, oh, you have a propensity towards that. So you can use this book to figure out who you are, who your kids are, who your bosses, your friends are, your relatives. And then start uh, figuring out how better to relate to one another. Just think if you had you were a teacher with a class or a boss with exactly. employees, you could really sort of figure out how to approach and manage everything. Exactly. So we're gonna uh, we we have the guest with us today, the author, and we're gonna find out from her how to apply it and what to do. The book's name is What Color Is Your Brain? A fun and fascinating approach to understanding yourself and others. And I might like to add and raise your versatility. <laughs> you know, it's interesting for three days for who, whoever knows why I do these little harebrained things, but I've been singing 
Don't make your brown eyes blue. Yeah, he's trying to change which one he is. I'm just kidding. Would you welcome to the show the author of What Color Is Your Brain, Sheila Glazov. How are you doing, Sheila? Just wonderful, thank you. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Wonderful piece of work. Thank you. Thank did, you very much. Did it take a while to do all this? And which one are you predominantly? My comfort color is blue. Ah, so this would be, well, that you've got the creative to work with to do this, but it also takes an incredible driver and um, discipline to put a book together, wouldn't you say? Yes, and it takes a good team. I had a good team to work with. Very nice. Tell us a little bit, a bit about your uh, process here. My process started in 1993 um, doing What Color Is Your Brain mini workshops before I facilitated strategic planning sessions, creative problem-solving sessions for my clients. And I found that this worked so well because in a process where people were trying to come up with goals and purposes and procedures, sometimes people got a little huffy-puffy or not always comfortable with other what other people had to say. And I thought, gee, if there was a way that they could understand each other's perspective, that would really work well. And I had studied Myers-Briggs and found Myers-Briggs to be a wonderful tool, the MBTI. However, it was 16 letter combinations. And for someone like me who is dyslexic, that's <laughs> not easy. Poison. 16, right. 16 it's really chances. difficult. And, you know, how do I remember who I am? 16 so, chances for error. <laughs> exactly. So I found, because the colors work so well, because color is such a significant stimulus in our life. And it's so important for children as well as adults. Also, also, there's not the judgment about, you know, like the one I was raised on was amiable, analytical, driver, expressive. And some people have like judgments about analytical or expressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the colors, you take that judgment away. Yes. Not and bad. I think that's important because no one labels you. When you look at the logo on the book or when I do my workshop workbooks, you see the head actually coming out of the logo. Because no one likes to be put in a box, Charmaine. No one likes that feeling of being labeled. Nice. And and the colors, you blend like a rainbow is what I tell people. So I found that because people were enjoying this process, I really moved into the area of facilitating the What Color Is Your Brain workshops being longer and longer instead of just being a mini introduction because my clients were asking for that and it was working so well in their personal lives and professional lives. So I just said, this is an opportunity. You know, when it knocks, you need to open the door. Yeah. So I imagine a lot of people in the audience going, you know, I thought my brain was gray. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how, how do you a fit lot this of people in? Say. <laughs> does gray matter? Well, does gray matter? That's an interesting question. That's a good one. Well, I like it. So, so, uh, so how do you pick the different color for yes. each for each category? How did you do that? Well, just through study and doing the research about what the colors meant historically and studying to see. As much people say, are they related to the chakras? Um, and I said, well, you could apply that, or people say, is it related to astrology? But just looking at the basis of green being growth and knowledge that was appropriate and blue being a very soothing color and yellow, people think about yellow as being very strong and stable and the orange is like a flame 
So that really worked very well. So looking at how different cultures also look at the colors, and you can see that in one of the chapters in the book, I discussed the, the, the historic background to the colors, which is always very fascinating. Sure. And I'm a gardener, so of course the colors and the flowers, and I use that in my first book, which was a fairy tale about the colors for children, that it just seemed to flow and work. And people were happy with that. And they could picture themselves, and they yes. could picture themselves as that rainbow. And I like to tell people, you're a brainbow, not just a rainbow. <laughs> you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. We do that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is Sheila N. Glazov, who's written the book, What Color Is Your Brain? So <clears throat> this the the quiz itself is like a 12 question quiz which does basically it has like for instance uh the first question is are you organized creative independent or enthusiastic now most people are going to be you know pieces of all those but you you choose which one your is for predominant predominant which one is 3 2 and 1 etc Generally speaking, uh, people that are not in too good a balance are going to be stronger, I would imagine, in one or two quadrants. Is that right? Correct. Sometimes you have people that are just very strong in one. <laughs> Aren't and, they fun? <laughs> and, uh, and, that, and that's in one of the chapters about how other people see one another. Yeah. It's very significant how other people see each other. And it was the woman who was the executive director of a chamber of commerce. And she really wondered why she had a hard time getting along with her staff and sometimes the members. Yeah, like nearly everybody, right? <laughs> right. Well, it turned out that she was very, very yellow. She scored the highest in yellow. So she was a person who had to always be in control. So all of her issues were about the yellow brain people, which is wonderful because we need the yellow brain people. They, In fact, one little boy in a class one year said, I'm dependable. I'm responsible, respectful, accountable, and dependable. I said, Eric? I'm going to give you credit whenever I use the word. And this woman was very repentable, but getting along with other people and being a team was hard. So when she looked to see that her yellow, her comfort color, was so high and her other colors were just grouped together near the bottom of lower numbers, she said, oh, my goodness, I've got it. She yes. understood that white people looked at her as a dictator instead of a director. Contagious. Yes. And, so, and she worked on it. What was lovely is she worked on it because she yes. understood everybody else's colors as well as her own, and that she saw how other people saw her, which is so significant. Because how you see yourself may not be how other people see you. This is such a perfect tool for somebody who wants to work on themselves. Yes. And you don't just say, like, for instance, a yellow is dependable, punctual, and responsible, mm -hmm. but also others will see them as predictable, inflexible, and controlling. Mm -hmm. So this isn't all like it's all nice. This is... Where are you strong? Where are you weak? And what do you need to work on? And what do you need to do so that you get along, say, with the green, the logical, intelligent, and composed? And what's interesting is depending on your color brain depends on how you see the other people. Because yes. the yellows don't necessarily see each other as maybe rigid or restricted. <laughs> no. But the orange people see them that way because the orange people love freedom and they That's don't right. want anybody telling them what to yeah. do. That's, for yeah, the yellow, yellow, yellows will see each other as, hey, bro. Yeah, the <laughs> yellows go, well, duh, this is how it is, right? And <laughs> the oranges are over there going, get me out of here. <laughs> right. So this is like, you know, two sisters sharing a room. One's yellow, mm -hmm. one orange, and, you know, they're arguing constantly. Mm -hmm. 
This gives parents an opportunity and kids to go, oh, that's what's going on. Yes, and it's really beautiful to watch with the children. And they're so, they have such a good time in school with it and even at home. And parents can say to their children, I need you to be green. That means I need you to do your homework. I need you to be yellow. Okay, do your chores, be responsible, clean up your room, whatever it is. I need you to be blue. I mean, I need you to talk to me. And orange, let's just go have a good time. So if you'd be yellow and clean up your room, then we can go be orange and have fun. So you don't even have to tell them what to do. You just say, I need you to be orange. Oh, they get it. That's just it's a, great. It's like a shorthand. Yes. That's that's really good. Say, could you go down each four of them and say the sort of the list of what's in each one of them? I'm not clear what you mean about that. He wants you to cover each, each the yellow, green, blue, orange, and talk about uh, their strengths and weaknesses. Oh, well, that's easy. Yes, and, of and which we've got about a minute and a half before break, so you may not okay. get it all done. So I'll just give you a little bit. Oh, you so can if, just if start. A, a yellow person, when a yellow person thinks about themselves, they think about themselves as dependable and punctual and responsible, and they're, they value traditions and stability. So in turn, sometimes people see them very restrictive. They see them as the boss, or they see them as bossy, and my way is the only way because they always have to be right. And uh, blue people are the people who are helpful and creative and communicative, and they value trustworthiness and empathy. And some people look at them as being so emotional and sometimes very flighty. And when they're trying to solve a problem, all they do is talk about it. And people get tired of them talking about it, but that's how they solve their problems. Mm -hmm. The green people are very logical and intelligent and composed, and they value knowledge and efficiency. And sometimes people see them as cold or calculating and sometimes very intimidating because they need to process. They don't need to talk things out the way that blue people do. Right. And last but not least are the orange, dynamic, generous, spontaneous people who value adventure and resourcefulness. And some people see them as, I just had this in a workshop, someone said, I think they're impulsive, compulsive, and someone said, and I think they're repulsive. And that happens with a yellow person. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Filled out the uh, repulsive. Sometimes people look at the yellow, orange people and say, when are you ever going to grow up? <laughs> We need all of them, folks. Okay, yes, we, we got to take a break. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our book today, What Color Is Your Brain by Sheila Glazov. We're going to cover more of this when we come back. Stay with us, and thanks for being with us today. We appreciate it a lot. You Hang bet. on. We're all looking for ways to become better people. So why not let Charmaine and Keith Amber, co-hosts of Mastering Ourselves, help guide your way? Mastering Ourselves offers a clear path through the muddle of life. Charmaine and Keith have a new book called Steps to Enlightenment with formulas for personal growth and tools to change unwanted habits. Steps to Enlightenment offers it all. Find out what others have to say about Steps to Enlightenment at www.masteringourselves.com. 